Hi, welcome to Tis Talk. Welcome to Tis Talk. I'm Mary Myers. And I'm Julianne Murphy. It's the week beginning the 27th of February. This week, farmer Peter Shellcross is fresh from the NFU conference with tales of turnips. And it didn't really go very well for them. And when the questions came, they just fell short. And you know, there's the headlines and the, the press about turnips and things. We have a review of Elvis the film for you. If you love musicals, as director Baz Luhrmann clearly does, you'll enjoy the way Elvis's songs are delivered with energy and verve. And then Claire Ridley telling us all about her new Tisbury running group. We live in a beautiful area, so what better way to explore this than going for a social run? Izzy Fry is helping out with Tisbury's Young Nature Watch. So the back boxes, once they're made, are ready to take home um, and put up in the gardens or other places. Followed by What's Ons with Liz Camp. Now Peter Shellcross from Warmead gives us a February update on farming. So what's been happening on the farm in February? Well, it's been a quiet month. The birds are back, some of the lapwings are back. We've been cultivating for the lapwing plot. So there's a flock of 26 on the plot. Uh, not, not all of them will stay, but um, hopefully some of them will stay to breed. And all the hedges have been cut, or at least half of them, because I cut half every year. And it's a very contentious issue. And we had a talk in the Natural History Society from a, a really good speaker about hedges, and I've got to do better. And I think we've all got, we've, all the farmers which are there, which is, I think, six in the audience, that we all realise we've got to do better. Anyway, so that's, that's another, <laughs> another episode, really. The cows have been calving happily. Today there is three calved. They're milking well. I've had to buy some more uh, silage from a neighbour, so I've had to buy bales from Martin Richards at, at Warder. So everything is, is waking up, and so the fertiliser spread has just gone, and uh, we've had to change the way we fertilise the fields for this coming year, so we bought urea instead of ammonium nitrate, and actually, because the price is so high, it has concentrated our minds on how much to put on. So we are we're relying on farmyard manure much more, but we've still got to put quite a lot of fertiliser on arable crops because you can't really substitute very easily. Yeah, so the fertiliser price has been high for about a year because of the Ukraine crisis, because a lot of fertiliser is imported from Ukraine and Russia, and so there just hasn't been enough. There's been a huge shortage. And also the, the fertiliser plants in Europe have closed down because of the high price of gas. Because it's a quiet month, the NFU have their annual AGM conference in Birmingham in the ICC and it's quite exciting because I've been elected to the environmental forum for the South West, so it includes the six counties of which Wiltshire's one, and it, it generates the policy, the environmental policy for the NFU, so it'll be very interesting to be part of that process and get closer to government. There's top speakers come to the conference. So there's the chief, I think it's the chief executive of the CBI. There's the farming minister, Mark Spencer, and the secretary of state, Therese Coffey. They all spoke and they all had a question and answer session. And it didn't really go very well for them. And when the questions came, they just fell short. 
and you know there's the headlines and the the press about turnips and things. Therese Coffee was really really bad at answering the questions and got very shirty and also she said she had to leave really early because she had a vote to go to and it turns out there's no vote and she said about we should be eating more turnips. Well, it turns out that the, the biggest turnip farmer in the UK stopped growing turnips six months ago because the same reason as the potatoes and the fruit growers, the price that supermarkets pay is just the lowest they can possibly get away with. And because it's been quiet on the farm, I've been spending a lot of time shifting elm trees and meeting a lot of interesting people who bought the trees. The most interesting one I took was there's a relationship with butterfly conservation and they've taken probably 50 or 60 um, elms called lutes, lutes elms and I've delivered them down to their headquarters uh, near Wareham and they've actually taken them up to London and if you look at elms for London uh, on the internet you'll see they've been planted all over London so that's the trees I've supplied them. Yeah, so the, the elm tree project is, is voluntary. I aim to cover my costs and it's all for well, two reasons. One, to get elms back in the countryside without them dying and also for the white letter hair streak which needs flowering elms, which there aren't many of. Yes, I'm sorry about all the noise of the calves mooing and that's because there's three calves in this batch we're just looking at which are completely lost. We, took, we brought them over from Tefferent yesterday and these are steers, so they're male calves, and I intend to sell them in a couple of weeks' time, but they need a TB test, make sure they're free of TB. The reason for selling them now is I've got a, a whole herd TB test in the middle of March, and if there's any sort of slight problem with that, either a TB reactor or an inconclusive, I won't be able to trade for at least five months. So I'm going to sell all the little calves and the bigger calves, which are the beef animals, which I can sell. So the TB test is the 17th of March, so hopefully I can tell you good news about that next time. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Now, Kate Gam, our resident film reviewer, has been to the movies. If you saw the film Moulin Rouge back in 2001, you'll recognise the hand of writer and director Baz Luhrmann in his latest film, Elvis. This is not a conventional biopic, but is told through the story of Elvis Presley's controversial manager, Colonel Tom Parker, played as a controlling and exploitative character by Tom Hanks. The film shows Parker first spotting a young Elvis immediately recognising his talent and potential before wheedling his way into the family unit to get them on side, ultimately taking complete control of Elvis's touring schedule, recordings and highly lucrative merchandising income. The film shows the influence of other musicians on Elvis, such as Sister Rosetta Tharp and Little Richard, as well as some key political moments of the 1960s such as the assassination of Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy. It's a highly stylized extravaganza of a film, with Austin Butler outstanding in his convincing portrayal of Elvis, from a young ingenue to the end of his life. If you love musicals, as director Baz Luhrmann clearly does, you'll enjoy the way Elvis's songs are delivered with energy and verve, 
to his highly appreciative and largely female audience. The film did really well in last week's BAFTA Awards. Austin Butler won Best Actor by physically capturing Elvis really well, but without falling into the trap of impersonation. And quite rightly, it also won what I think is an underrated category, and that's the award for Best Casting. Denise Chapman and Nikki Barrett deserve a lot of credit for auditioning what must have been hundreds of candidates for the role of Elvis before selecting Austin Butler in his first starring role. And what a starring role it is to play the king of rock and roll. It also enjoyed success for best costume design and best makeup and hair. Once you see the film, you'll realise how crucial these elements are in transforming Austin Butler into a very credible portrayal of Elvis Presley. And the question is, will Austin Butler scoop another prize for Best Actor at the Oscars on the 13th of March? We will have to wait and see. Elvis is being screened at the New Vic by the Tisbury Arts Group as a fundraiser for Tisbury Carnival on Friday the 3rd of March. There are two screenings, a matinee at 2 o'clock and an evening performance at 7.30. Details of how to book can be found at the Tisbury Arts Group website at tisburyartsgroup.co.uk or by calling 0300 302 3090. Follow us on Instagram at Tiz Talk Radio. Claire Ridley from Anstey tells us about starting her new running group and how you can join it. Hello, my name is Claire Ridley and I have started the Tisby Running Group. I started the group so like-minded people could meet up, make new friends and enjoy running within a relaxed, friendly atmosphere without any pressure. We live in a beautiful area, so what better way to explore this than going for a social run? The group meet on a Tuesday evening at 6 o'clock outside of Beaton's Tea Room in the square in Tisbury. The runs are between 5 and 10 kilometres long and these could be on the roads, tracks or footpaths in the area or a combination So what I do is I try to publish the route beforehand on the Tisbury Running Group Facebook page so people can decide whether they would like to come along or not, as not everyone likes road running and not everyone likes trail running. So hopefully there will be something for everyone. Also, because the runs are a minimum of five kilometres long, all we ask is that everyone can run this distance. So it doesn't matter what pace you run at, or plodding as I call it, as long as you can do 5k, that's brilliant. And for those of you who can't run that distance yet or are thinking of taking up running, the beginnings of a Couch to 5K group have started and we're just working out the minor details, so please check the Tisbury Running Group Facebook page for details. In addition to Tuesday evening runs, I hope to organise one or two weekend social runs every month. These will vary in start times and could also be on a Saturday or a Sunday, so it gives a bit of variety and for anyone working or those with families a chance to join in. Again, these will be between 5 and 10 kilometres long and if possible, these will most likely finish with coffee and cake at either Beaton's Tea Room or Coffee Angels. So if you like running and you like cake, then definitely come along to one of the weekend runs. The great thing about this group is because it is a social group, there is 
absolutely nothing to pay. Well, unless you want tea and coffee and cake, then you need to pay for that. But otherwise, it's free to come along. And you don't even need to book. You can literally just rock up. All you need is some running trainers. And for ladies, maybe a good bra. Otherwise, it'll be a little bit uncomfy. And while the evenings are still dark, a torch and high-vis jacket is definitely recommended. But it doesn't matter how old you are or how tall or short you are or what your pace is. As long as you can run 5K, you are all set to run. So just to recap, the Tisby Running Group meet every Tuesday evening at 6 o'clock outside of Beaton's and all the details can be found on the Facebook page. I hope to see you all soon and thank you. Now, amid lots of hammering and enthusiastic making of bat boxes, I caught up with Izzy Fry, who helps run the Tisbury Young Nature Watch group, and asked her about that activity and the next meeting and what she has planned. Well, I'm here with Izzy Fry in the Hinton Hall. And what's going on here today, Izzy? So um, today we're, we've got our Young Nature Watch event of the month and um, we're making bat boxes. And we're also having a look at the best ways to encourage bats to gardens. Um, so looking at creating ponds, planting wildflowers, um, growing more trees um, to encourage more bat species to gardens. Oh, that's great. So these kids all go home with a bat box each, is that right? Yep, yep. Boxes, once they're made, you're ready to take home um, and put up in the gardens or other places. Are you pleased with the turnout today? Yeah, absolutely. It's great to see um, lots of kids getting together and making the boxes. Yeah. So, so what's cool. next after this? So next month, on the 11th of March, we've got a dung beetle survey um, with Gareth Harris at, at Walmead Farm. So we'll be looking for um, different dung beetles and signs of dung beetles. Why are dung beetles good? <laughs> so they're really good. They um, kind of break down um, all of the waste products and, yeah, encourage more biodiversity. So it's on Saturday the 11th of March at 10am at Walmead Farm. Book your space by emailing youngtnhs at gmail.com um, to get more information as well. So it will probably be the morning, so probably from about 10 to 12pm. Um, yeah, bring wellies, be ready for a walk around the farm. So, so yeah, definitely welly boots. <laughs> Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Do you need to know what's going on in Tisbury? Listen now to Liz Camp's What's Ons. Here's the lowdown for this week. Soft play is now open at the NADA Centre. Sessions start on the hour, Monday to Friday, starting at nine in the morning. And don't forget, if you're up there, why not join in in one of the many different exercise and fitness classes? On Tuesday at 7.15 in the evening, Tisbury Flower Group member Sally Hughes is doing a flower-making workshop in the Hinton Hall. If you'd like to go along, contact the chair, Tricia Carroll, on 01747 871 954. And don't forget, if you are planning a wedding or a special event this year and need advice on decorating your venue with flowers, Tisbury Flower Group can help. Tisbury Youth Club also gets together on Tuesday from 5 to 7 at their clubhouse up behind the swimming pool, and that's for ages 10 to 18. Contact Zeta Hooper on 07840 90 96 98 or go to the Tisbury Local Youth Network's Facebook page for more information. 
For mums and dads with babies and toddlers, Tisbury Tots meet every Wednesday from 10 to 11.30 in the morning at Tisbury Methodist Hall. The start of Lent also sees the start of Tisbury's traditional weekly Lenten lunches. And that's again on Wednesday, the 1st of March at the Methodist Hall on the High Street. The lunch starts at 12 noon and it really is a great opportunity to sample some delicious soups made by the wonderful ladies of Tisbury and enjoy a bit of a social. All the lunches are free, but donations are encouraged, which will go to Salisbury Hospice. Tisbury Youth Club meets again for a social on Thursday evening from 5.30 to 8 in the evening, and that's for ages 10 to 18, up by the swimming pool. Messons has its monthly book club gathering at 6.30 on Thursday, and they'll be discussing Claire Keegan's book, Small Things Like These, which was shortlisted for the Man Booker Prize this year. And by the way, the book only takes an hour to read. Starting with drinks at the bar, book clubbers will gather in the bar to exchange ideas and views on the book. And hopefully it's an opportunity to make some new friends. If you're interested in going or joining the club, contact Messam's Wiltshire website. Thursday night is also rehearsal night for Tisbury Community Choir and they rehearse from 7.30 to 9.30pm in the Methodist Hall. They're always looking for new voices and invite you to come along for a free taster session. If you're interested, contact Helen or Roger Hooper on 01747 Tisbus has a shopping trip to Warminster on Friday and it picks you up from your doorstep. So to book, you need to contact Dave Milas on 07500 80 25 25 or go to the Tisbus website. Also on Friday, there's a 2pm matinee and a 7.30pm showing of Elvis. That's Baz Luhrmann's new biopic of the life and times of the king of rock and roll, starring Tom Hanks, Austin Butler and Olivia de Jong. The film is being screened at the new Vic at Tisbury's Victoria Hall and it's being put on by Tisbury Carnival Committee who are trying to raise funds for Carnival, so do go and support it. Tickets are £8 and they can be booked on the Tisbury Arts Group website. By the way, there is a great bar on site and doors open at 6.45 in the evening and there's some particularly good wines at the new Vic at Tisbury. Don't forget, it's the Tisbury Country Market this Saturday from 10 to 11 in the Victoria Hall. And along with delicious locally produced foods, arts, crafts, it's the place for your spring plants. So Tisbury Country Market, Saturday morning, starting at 10. And on Saturday night, the National Theatre's new production of Shakespeare's Othello is being live streamed into the Victoria Hall. Tickets are £10 and can be booked online at the new Vic Tisbury website or call 0300 302 On Sunday, when well, we're not stroll after lunch, over to Messams at Place Farm, which has three new exhibitions opening this weekend. They are an abstract ceramics exhibition and also Thibaut Chaguet's Wood Firing in Action and 
Sandrine Bringard's Splash. Well, that's all from me. Have a great week. And to finish off this week's Tiz Talk, here's another mystery bird. That's all from us this week. So we've been Mary Myers and Julianne Murphy and special contributor Liz Cole-Camp. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. You can listen every week to a new episode of Tistalk and you can find any episode you've missed at tistalk.buzzsprout.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Tistalk, that's all one word. And also look out for us on the Nextdoor app. And now also on Instagram on Tistalk Radio. So do listen in next week for more stories from Tisbury. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.